0: Good
1: morning, Jerry. Good morning, John. Galdern, how you
0: doing there, buddy? Pretty good. Well-rested. Got to be for a show as wild wild and crazy as the one we got ahead of us.
1: Oh, it's ambitious. Yeah, put on your seatbelts. That's all I got to (sighs) say. Okay, well, let me do our intro here. This is season eleven, episode seven of the Bro Show. This is the season of the tiger. Mm. Yeah. Every six months we switch up the seasons. This is this is for the tiger. It's also the year of the tiger in a Chinese lunar calendar. Yeah, so very exciting. We're two brothers, born of the same mother and father. I have to I have to stipulate. And uh every Saturday morning. We talk about four things. One yeah. is an animal. In this case, it's a tiger. We uh, we make the animal we talk about the same as the season we're in every Good. season. Good idea. Yeah, yeah right? It works. Yeah. And then we have a word that we run into during our research or while we're talking to different sources of people. And then we have a thing called two takes. That's kind of our mm. feature, if you will. Yep. It's... We're we're very we're different people, John and I. We have different ways of looking at things. It's
0: the and main event. Is, mm.
1: It is the main event. It's not a tag team either. It's just <laughs> the two
0: of us, <laughs> and uh, no battle royal. Well, so yeah.
1: No matter. No matter. Uh, we always end with two groaners.
0: These are Groners. dad jokes. Dad jokes. Ooh.
1: Bad jokes. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yes. 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 Okay. Oh good. Hey, what can I say? Wow, what are you wearing? Anything? I, I am. I am wearing Nothing? clothes today. It's Lose. one of those days. Yeah. Yeah, clothes. but probably not too much. It's pretty hot down there, so yeah.
1: Yeah. It's cooling off though. It's under a hundred degrees, so but we we think that it's very dry though. Everything's brown. And this mm. can be yeah, we're in a drought. I haven't had one this bad in a while. But in any case, I am wearing a T-shirt, and you know, no. I changed it up. I changed it up today. Sure. Uh, we did. We did a thing a couple of years ago during the height of COVID, when the bands couldn't play live and they were all starving. We did a thing to support bands, and uh, oh did, yeah, yeah, we did a thing for Band Aid, and we had a, a T-shirt that says "I'm with the band," so. <gasps> That's that I'm where I thought, wow, it'd be kinda nice to get that out. Remember those days. They're all
0: fully employed now. Yeah. So well yeah, I'll tell so you got, that's what I'm worried. Well I'll tell you I went with the oldie but goody route myself. I uh, got out the uh collar T uh fist bump oh. with my brother is doing fine.
1: Oh, Back in the day when look. we
0: were a little closer to our some of our more significant health challenges and yeah. There's a little bit more on our mind, so we we had a, had a t shirt yeah. made up called My Brother's Doing Fine. Yeah. We kept getting that ask question. Us. Yeah. They asked us and I thought, What the hell? Why don't I just wear a t shirt to tell the give, give the answer? The ironic part about that is, you know, they asked me the same thing about you. So Well that's it. it that's perfect. the reason we could both wear it. Yeah. yeah,
1: it was all good. Yeah. yeah. So wow. Yeah, that was, I forgot, you know, like, I didn't forget completely about it, but it just hadn't crossed my mind in a while. So that is, that's kind of neat. That's real neat. Hey, hey, hey okay. guy, we
0: have a sponsor too, don't we? Every yeah, week? we got a uh, sponsor, Big Cat Rescue, you know, to mm. hang in there with the, the big animals, the big tigers. Uh So mm. Big Cat Rescue is a nonprofit organization, one of the world's most influential sanctuaries for exotic cats. It's, it's a leading advocate to try to end the abuse of these animals that are quite often kept in captive against their wishes and saving them from extinction. So, yeah. uh, they're award winning. They're, uh, they've been around since 1992. So they met the test of time. And what's near and dear to our hearts, of course, is the fact that they do have some merchandise. The merchant, the mm. swag is pretty cool. Mm. I, uh, yeah, I have their t-shirt. Um, yeah, you do. And they have, a, and they have all kinds of different t-shirts. uh, tote bags coffee cups the whole 10 yards so that's very good too wow it <laughs> is. So, hey speaking speaking of brothers you know you yeah. are my brother and you have an article out this week oh uh, yeah what i did is i'd like to write up my travel logs on some of my baseball trips and it's been a while since i've done this because you know with covid and everything i haven't been out and about like i you know was in previous years so uh i did a trip to minnesota so if you go to our website and it's called the minnesota twins baseball trip in 2022 and how's the easiest way to get to this uh to to link to this uh here's uh, how to do it yeah you can get it from the show
1: notes just click on the link but if you're listening to us and you don't have the show notes in front of you just type in there twins.bro.show Two words with dots between them and just hit the return after you type it in there and it'll take you straight to the article. Very good. It's a dandy. It's a dandy. Good, good art on the, on the article too. Good photographs by John. Hey, we got a tiger story. Hey, we got a tiger wow.
0: story. Oh. Yeah, this is a Bengal tiger, tigress actually, yep. a mother, uh, and this is considered probably the most famous Contemporary tiger uh, uh, in existence uh, for a variety of reasons. So, uh, help me with the pronunciation, Motley. That's Motley, right? Motley. Yes, that's what correct. I said. Okay, you got it. So, uh, here's what we got. Here's get some deeds on this this wonderful animal. This animal uh, lived from 1996 to 2016. 1920, 19 to 20 years. The normal life of a span of a tiger uh, is a, a Bengal tiger is 10 to 15. Right. Uh, uh has, is, is a, 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 was the, is basically well known for a variety of things. First thing is that she had two to three litters, as many as 11 different cubs, when quite often, uh, she had actually four litters with as many as 11 cubs, when usually you have two to three and maybe two. So she had, she's very prolific with respect to increasing the population. She also yes. had some traits, some, some interesting, uh, unique traits. She was a very fierce mother. Uh, she, uh, believed in the helping in early, in her early development. She showed these skills. She also had a very, uh, wh- good hunting skill, which became mm. quite important as she, you know, got older. Um, yeah. now where she actually, uh, fits and gets her notoriety though is the fact that when she is in this, National Park, the uh uh Boar Park National Park in India. And that park was having trouble with respect to keeping the, you know, with the endangered species of the Bengal tiger. They were really interested in repopulating it. And this wonderful animal took it upon herself to really lead the charge by, you know, having all of uh, increasing the, the population of the tigers uh, to over 50, of which well over half of them can be traced to her lineage so uh Mm. that was real important she's also this is a stunning animal no matter which one you're looking at but she was so photographic in addition to all she's in many documentaries and Mm. you just happened to see an article in national geographic which uh, you know is apparently very impressive oh yeah that that was
1: incredible uh They tell the whole story and everything John just said is is in the article. Plus they have a video. Uh, she Mm. was not camera shy and she let, let people videotape her and photograph (sighs) her without any interference, uh, or threats from her. They had to keep the distance, of course, but, uh, she was, she was really a delight. And you can see a video. They had a compilation of some of her video shots and she, uh, she fought a 14 foot crocodile on camera. On camera. Yes. And uh, she uh, that's a hard kill. for. Uh, she killed it, too, and started chomping on it. She lost two of her canine teeth doing that, uh, which is, that's, if there's a way that tigers, uh, why they don't live as long as, as some animals, and it's because they, fighting and, and uh, you know, getting their prey, they will lose canine teeth. If you lose them all, then you're going to have trouble making a kill. But she had such advanced hunting skills that she was able to make kills without canine teeth, believe it or not and she would uh she would cut off their windpipes her jaws were very strong so oh. she was an incredible animal and much celebrated and you'll see in the show show notes we have some art of her uh in two thousand and thirteen they commemorated her reign she was a queen and uh they uh had stamps, Indian government Mm. made stamps of her. And uh, you'll get to see those in the show notes. A wonderful, wonderful, wonderful animal. Uh, Very impressive. And uh, without getting too maudlin, uh, when she did pass away, she just, one afternoon, she just lied down and went to sleep and never got up. Yes. So she was active to the end. Uh, They helped her get prey toward the end of her life. They would tether a goat or some animal to a post. Near her feeding area, and she would, uh, you know, make the kill. Uh, but she had a little help. But uh, you know, right. they kept her going for a long time. And yeah, uh, there
0: it was. A, it was an ethical thing, you know. It's it's just like with you know quality of life eventually yeah. plays into it. And you say enough is enough. You know, you, we could help this animal. What do we do? Put her on a respirator? I don't think so. No, no, and,
1: <laughs> and she died in a dignified manner, and yes. uh,
0: all that all
1: that good stuff, and yes, yeah, I, all. all On the up and up. But 19 years is a long time for a a tiger to live. And she did it, you know, by her wits. She was a very clever animal.
0: All right. Hey, listen, we have a word. In fact, I think our word came by way of your uh, Australia connection. So why don't you write on us? Yeah. Sarah Reichelt, my
1: buddy. Uh, We are old coding buddies from, from 20 years or so. And she did me the great honor of educating educating me uh, about some Australian words, and mm. so I'm gonna I'm gonna share this with my brother in the form of a quiz. Ooh. Okay. Yes. So I'll give you I'll give you a word, and then you'll tell me what it means. And I'll I'll, I'll get gi- I'll I'll give you one for free to begin with. Okay. Okay. Uh, tradies. Do you know what a tradie is?
0: Ah. Uh. Australians who work as tradesmen, I read the script very well. Oh. <laughs> yes, you do <laughs> now these, these the next ones are unscripted. Okay. Yes, yeah, these are the ones I'm going to go. The word answer is duh.
1: <laughs> you'll like this one. <laughs> okay, so what's a chippy ooh
0: um uh, it, it, it's 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 a hummingbird. no, it's not a hummingbird it, it, it it's no, I don't know what it is. It's carpenter. Oh, I get it. wood chips. Is that it?: Yeah, yeah.
1: Now this is confusing nice. because in the U.K., a chippy is a place where you go to get fish and chips. Do you know uh, what that's:
0: yeah.
1: Do you know what that's called in, in Australia? A place where you get fish oh. and chips?
0: Gotcha. A fish. A fish. Fish-o. That's what it's called. I' got an Australian rules. I got an Australian uh, dictionary here. I'm going to have to get some words and lay some on you somewhere along the line.
1: Okay, here's another one for you. You'll like this one.
0: Okay, John, John, what is a Sparky? A Sparky. Um, sparky, sparky. 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 Flashlight.
1: Sparky. Oh, it's an electrician.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> These are great, aren't they? Uh, yeah, they're yeah, they're, they're pretty good. Okay, I so got two, listen, more, two more, two more, two more, and then more. we'll get out of here. All yeah. right. What's a Dunny diver? Uh, that's a surfer. Plumber.
0: Yeah, you're you're Dun- talking trade. I I gotta think trades at work. I gotta think more work. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. A dunny is is a toilet. Okay. okay, that's that's used in quite a few places in the world. But a dunny diver is is a plumber, which is a special a special area of plumbing, I suppose. And the last one, what is a shiny bum? A shiny what? Bum. B U M. No, I'll give up on that one completely. An office worker.
0: This uh, bum is shiny from
1: sitting down all day.
0: Yeah, I kind of was going there, but I thought that's a stretch. But hey, it, it, since I hey. thought it, it's close enough. There it is. That's that's okay. our
1: that's our word series of words. I should say.
0: Yes this is this is a topic that, that by Wednesday I was floundering I was lost I was saying what are we going to do with this but some way we're going to try to pull it off the topic mm. we have today is a uh, he's a comedian his name is Joe Para P E R A and what I'm going to do to to kind of set this up a little bit is to give you an idea if he's a comedian what kind of comedian he is I'll give you his background. He's got a, and then talk a little bit about his show and then talk about the, an example of, of what he does. I would call Joe Para a character comedian. Uh, quite often, in other words, he really relies upon a certain character that he uses in order to impart his humor. He is an observational com- uh, comedy with a simple awareness in very mundane topics. Uh, mm. and if you take a look at, in terms of his, uh, Prop, his big prop is the sweater he wears. He's sort of like Mr. Rogers, you know, telling yes. jokes. Yep. Uh, delivery, he has a, a sort of a dialect that I would call somewhere between North Dakota and Wisconsin, maybe Minnesota. Yeah. I actually kind of thought about a specific character in a movie, Marge Gunderson in Fargo, with respect oh. to the way she talks. The way yeah. that when you not when she's not chasing criminals and she's in bed with her husband or she's at a fish fry and you the way she observes and talks about things reminds me a little bit uh, of Joe. So yeah. Joe. Uh, so Joe is a started to a standalone. But his background is he's born in Buffalo, New York, went to Ithaca College, about 150 miles east of there, and he decided to study film in their school of communications and while he was doing that he participated in a in a uh three years in a row in the stand-up comedian competition and won it at ithaca college wow while he did all that you could sense by looking some of the vi- videos that he realized that his his strong suit was characters so he had a uh, it appears that he had a variety of characters that he he did but he decided to hone his practice he wanted to be, he, he, his goal in life is to be able to make a living as a comedian. Uh, and what he did is he went to New York City and he pursued comedy there and he got on the, what I call the open, open mind, uh, Mike Knight circuit in, in mm. the uh, comedy cellar uh, club uh, circuit. You know, it's like there's a yeah. bunch of these, these, you know, they're interesting. If you, if you bench to, you know, where you see jazz clubs, this and that, it always seems like you're going downstairs. Because yeah. that's a space that's probably a little lower rent. And sure enough, mm-hmm. that's, so that's, that's, that's the deal with respect to that. What we have out of all this is that he went from stand up to creating then his own TV show. So the TV show that we're going to concentrate on is Joe Para Talks With You. Notice yeah. he, he, it's like you're along there with him going along. So what is that, that TV series? It's a comedy TV series. Located, the uh, setting is uh, Michigan, Upper Peninsula. He plays Mm -hmm. a choir teacher in middle school. This series has been on three years, uh, 2018 through 2021, 32 episodes, uh, anywhere from 11 to 12 minutes long. And so that kind of gives us the kind of the setting and background, et et cetera, with respect to it. Um, I think what we could do is we could probably best – Describe this this comedian, Joe, uh, in terms of the uh, specific episode. I think the episode of the 32 that he's done, the one on the grocery store, probably is the one that I like the best. Uh, I oh, yeah. Done a lot of them. And yeah. uh, it's interesting that you pointed out when we take a look, what's so good about the grocery store episode is the fact that we can relate to it. We go to the grocery store and the way Joe goes to the grocery store is the way we should go, not the way we do go. So yeah. perhaps you could describe a little bit about how, how that all yeah. plays out.
1: Well, he has a very he has rules about what he's going to buy and not buy. Very simple ones. And he's also got an attitude he goes in with. He considers it a a play like a play or a film. And, you know, everyone's got a part to play and, yes. you know, he, he says it's a real opportunity to visit with people and connect and stuff like that. His three rules are, you know, uh, do I want this thing? Can, will I eat this thing? Can I afford this thing? Right. Should I eat? A, will
0: I eat? And can I afford it? That's yeah. What like and
1: said. he goes in with a $70 check in his pocket, pre-written and signed. So he's got yes. to keep it $70 or under. And uh he just goes through, he does the samples on sample day, you know, and he visits with people. He knows everybody in there, all the people who work, just about everybody. Uh, you know, and he seems to really enjoy the process. You get to watch him buy a bunch of bananas, and what he does is he takes his fingers and he goes he puts one finger up and he goes, Yes. Two fingers up, yes. <laughs> yeah. Three fingers up, yes. So that means he can buy the bananas. Goes over to the Swiss chard. Yes. No. Yes. And he puts, puts it, it back. back.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. Really cool. I, I think one thing that piques my interest to start out with is Joe has. He uh, starts the show typically with some facts, like he talks about, uh, you know, the fact that uh, uh, f- 25 years ago we had like a thousand grocery store items. Now we have 40,000. A little bit too much for me, maybe not for you, you know. Yeah. So he gives yeah. you a background that starts with a, a firm setting on on some some facts, and then almost immediately brings it down to his personal his personal introspective yeah. his his read on the whole thing. Um, yeah, I, uh, I I got a factoid. Uh, he's, oh, there's a cast of characters here, and so Joe is a choir director. Uh, in middle school he's a choir teacher and he's also got a girlfriend who's a teacher there her name is joe firestone the guy the sample guy in the movie in the in the the grocery store episode is joe's father oh wow yeah and i and i didn't know that by reading it i i went back and watched it this morning and said what the heck yeah (laughs) yeah so it's all good so He is, uh, you know, and unfortunately his his show was not renewed for the fourth season. And Joe's kind of at a, uh, you know, one of those plays, take two forks in the road, which way, and uh, just take one. And the one he's taking immediately is to get back on the, uh, the comedy tour circuit where he, he's getting, well, pretty well known now. In fact, one of the things about Joe, Joe's so much into his character. That it takes some effort to actually find film with him out of character, yeah. And it does. some of his 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 things that he does is when his show has been so hot that he's hit the Jimmy Fallon, the Steve Colbert. He's been on the late night uh, talk uh, t- TV circuit, and he does that, those those gigs or those things in character to the extent. Yeah. that Joe has a very slow delivery. And mm. he has a way of walking that's kind of – he looks like he's a little bit off balance, but he's always able to recover. And old man. People think yeah, old so man the, walk. Yeah, that, yeah, the old man walk. And people actually think, is he disabled? The question has been posed <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> yeah, <it is>. yeah. <laughs> But that's not the case. You, I, I hey, think what we – you're going – You remember
1: I'm sorry to interrupt. Do you remember that yeah. video? Uh, we saw it. They had a warning on it. If you do not wish to see Joe Pera out of character, do not watch yeah, this. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That was so cool. Yeah, he's a very uh, soft spoken guy. So he's, 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 he's not a wild yeah. and crazy guy. And, he, and, and so he's a little, he's, he's, he's not, he's closer, he's closer to his, his character than you think he'd be. Uh,
1: yeah. I
0: would also like to point out the fact is that we can, uh, you had a great, uh, video that described the fellow with the uh, that did the uh, the uh, kenyan college uh oh yeah speech, commencement commencement speech yeah told the story so well so that is well worth looking at um yeah. Yeah. i forget he's, what's the fellow's name is he uh, uh, david david foster wallace he's a wallace. famous
1: writer yeah yeah and he, he hit it right he, on the head oh yeah he did and he talked about grocery stores too and, you know, what an irritating experience it can be going through a grocery store, How frustrating it can be. And he pointed out, he said, well, you know, uh, he told this joke when he started out his commencement speech. He said, well, there's three fish in a tank, and this yes. older fish goes by these two young fish and goes, hey, how about the water? Pretty good, huh? And, and as he goes <laughs> by, the two younger fish go, what in the hell What's
0: is water? What's he talking know? about?
1: Yeah. So that's kind of Joe Para. Joe Para
0: notices yeah. the water. The water. He notices the water, and um, I thought in that whole thing, that the thing with the uh, the commencement speech, I like the most. It says, "Our our default set setting is self awareness." Yeah. And what we need to do is work on resetting that, and to the point that we go beyond self awareness and we look at things around us. And when you're yeah. able to do that and you adjust that setting, you become well adjusted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Increase yeah. your reach, you know, with people and things, you know, so you're aware of the climate changes and the deforestation and, and, you know, extinctions and so
0: stuff like that. I would well, just like to know. finish by saying when you go to the grocery store the next time, don't race around buying just very specific things like I do personally. I'm not going to do that again for a while. Go yeah. around and actually take a look at your – and it, it, in some ways it's it's kind of sad because people are actually living that self-awareness. Uh, not only is it with the people that are shopping, but the workers. It's just incredible. Yeah, yeah
1: it is. Oh, it's wow.
0: an, you could have an adventure
1: the next time you go to the store.
0: And I recommend the
1: show. Here's where you find it. It's currently – all the episodes are on HBO Max if, if you have that. And if you don't have it, you can see a lot of segments – and a couple full episodes on YouTube. Joe Pera, P-E-R-A. Enjoy.
0: Okay, I think we got to. I think we got to move on to some groaners.
1: I think you're right. Hey, okay. I'm ready.
0: Well, I'm gonna, lay a, I'm gonna ready. lay a couple of them on you. Okay, all right. First one. What kind of snack do you give a jury? What kind of snack? You know, sometimes these trials go along. You need to feed them. What kind of yeah. snack do you give a jury? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> this got to be trial, try, trial mix. Oh, nice. Nice. Oh, it's, it's, trial it's, mix. It's, hey, okay, yeah. No, this one, this is one that I actually. This is dyslexic. Yeah. I like This is, dile- yeah. <laughs> I this like is one it. I got from the uh, Punderdome, uh, which is a comedy club in New York that only specializes in puns. Wow! And it's run by it's run by Joe Fire, uh, Firestone, uh, who plays the his girlfriend in uh, Joe Perr's girlfriend. So here's what it yes. is. Why did the cross-eyed teacher have so much trouble with student deportment? Why did the cross-eyed teacher have so much trouble with student deportment? Boy, you got me on that one. She could not control her pupils. Oh.
1: Excellent. That is excellent. Oh my word. Wow. That's truly significant. Very good, John. Well, talk to you later. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye bye.